Okay, we are back on Brooklyn Rebound Podcast for another Misters Mini. You know it. That's right, of course. Got the regular Misters Relevant crew in the studio in the Cube. Studio Cube, we're out here. Studio right. Cube. It's been a while, guys. We missed you guys out there. That's but, right. Uh, had to come back. You're hearing Cheesehead Marv, you just heard a second ago. E Nam, and of course, myself, Pod Drew. And uh, we've been off a couple weeks. Been a minute. Our last time we checked in was pre-Super Bowl. Of course, we did the whole... Um, I mean, a, a lot of our Super Bowl preview was just mocking Russell Wilson. But <laughs> once we were finished with that... Deservedly so. I mean, <laughs> he deserves every bit of it. Once we were finished with that, we got into game predictions, MVP predictions, GOAT predictions. Of course, meaning GOAT, who's going to blow the game, not greatest of all time. And now we're here, We, I think we got to recap this, because um, immediately after the Super Bowl, Cheese and Marv like, went away for a retreat, I guess. Yep. Thought we were all going to go, but apparently not. No, he went without us. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, you guys went against me, uh, you know, for most of the, what it felt, the playoffs. So, so well, because you went against your quarterback. Ooh. What does that mean? I went against my quarterback? Good. Truth. Padres, the quarterback. Oh, I, I, as me God, being the quarterback. Yeah, that's, a, that's a reference. Uh, okay. Uh, listeners <laughs> will maybe get that reference, <laughs> considering we didn't, maybe not. But, but a way to throw me under the bus. Hey, well, I was correct in my Super Bowl prediction. That's right. That's uh, what we're leading to there. I told you the, the sheriff would pull it through. Yeah, the, because Peyton Manning had so much to do with that win. He would pull it, through with 73 yards his, of offense. His aura, it was just, it, it, it just carried them to the defense. They wanted to get it That's done. That's what it was. They wanted to get it done for the sheriff. That's right. So last we heard, me and Enam were predicting that the Panthers would succeed. And, of course, as we just said, Marv, you had the Broncos all the way. You, were, you had them all the way through the playoffs. And you had been doubting the Panthers all year despite their 15 and 1 regular season record. Well, this is what I expected of the Panthers all year and and th- which is weird it, it happened the last game of the season and the Super Bowl, but this is kind of what I expected. Cam would sail his passes on some people was not as accurate. Hit their receivers would let him down, drop important passes, terrible contract. You know, the the fumbles, it was just Jonathan Stewart didn't do anything really. That's not entirely true. Jonathan Stewart did score a touchdown, then immediately run to the back of the end zone and do the hand drive, hand jive from Greece, okay. and also did a secret handshake with Mike Tolbert. <laughs> so I wanted to say, so I, he did. Yeah, you're right. You're right. So I, I noticed that as well. So I was watching the game uh, at Lady Padres, and uh, I don't know, she was in her room or doing something, and and it was just me and her um, her roommate in there when Stewart scored. And she was, and she's not like a sports fan or anything. She's like, did that guy just do, what is it called? The, uh, the hand jive. The hand jive from Greece. I was like, that can't possibly be right. So hundred percent right. So I took, I took to, I took a look. At, I consulted with Doctor Twitter, and that's what everyone was saying. I was like, what? I mean, they just did a Grease live they TV movie. Is he like a big fan or something? I he must be. Jonathan Stewart must be a theater kid. All timer. He must be. He must be. That was the highlight of the game for the Panthers. Uh, so. <laughs> Doing a move from yeah. a, a musical. Well, that's pretty sad. If you would have told Panthers fans that before the game, they might not have tuned in. Yeah. That that would be the highlight. But, I mean, yeah, I mean, um, we could talk about the game itself a little more. But I would say, so your prediction came true more of the winner. 
my prediction came true of that it was not going to be an entertaining Super Bowl. Sad to say, it came true for me. I kind of I enjoyed it. I thought really? it was entertaining because it, it wasn't a double digit game. It was it, if the Panthers. It was a one score game for most of the game. So you know I mean? boring though. It was quite boring. This if game was ass. You guys don't like defensive struggles. <laughs> but it wasn't even like a good defense. I I don't know. I I hated this game. I I I pretty much hated the whole thing. I was very yeah. disappointed. Same. Do you Any, think this was worse than Seattle, uh, Denver a couple years ago? No. But that game was that game was a completely one-sided blowout. You you just got to watch excellence and then the Denver's just being deflated. That was you totally watched the different. whole game that that year. Yeah. I, I liked I left the Seahawks that season for the yeah. last. Well, time what do you mean you left? You left. You weren't there. I was at a Super Bowl party and we oh, were okay. we were watching a game and then we just said, uh, "Screw this! Let's go play football outside." It was warm out. That was the year the Super Bowl was here in the city, in New York City. Well, Jersey, to be. We went outside and played football of our own. Like, what, the game was done. Like, I guess the home. circumstance, too. Yeah, that wasn't a great game, of course. But I, I was just watching that one, I think, with uh, my friend who's a Niners fan. So it was funny watching him react to the Seattle just blowing a team out and getting upset. Because he probably felt that they would have done the same thing. And uh, Or he was just getting upset in general, you know. Got it. And uh, I don't know, yeah, there's more plays to look at. I, I don't, of course, like the Seahawks or anything, but then that did have Manning looking bad, which I enjoyed. So, yeah, but neither were good, but this one was definitely worse to me. I really couldn't get what? into You're it. What? You're nuts, man. I, this game... At a certain point, I thought... If it, the Panthers would have won... At the end of the game, you guys, you're, it would have saved it outcome. a bit, but I still would say that the game was ass. No, I would have just been happy That's... instead of being like Charlton Hudson at the end of Planet of the Apes out here. You know that. What, I don't, what does that I don't sound believe, like? I don't believe you, you guys at all. <laughs> I don't believe you guys at all. I don't. I mean, I don't think we're in the in the, um, if the minority on this one, Marv. I think a lot of people didn't like this this game. It wasn't much. the best game, but I don't think it was as bad as that Denver Seattle game. And you're saying that was better for you? Uh, you know, you're speaking. I was slightly more entertained by that one, but I also didn't like that one much either. That's definitely true. The, of the past few, those have been the two worst. Those have been the two worst. Both yeah. featuring the Broncos. No, I I thought at a certain point. So let's talk about the game a bit. I guess that at the end. It did look like the Panthers could pull it together and tie it up or whatever, take the lead. Or, and then there was the whole, um, well, they were blowing opportunities the whole game, but then the main and one was the, the fumble. And there's a kind of a, oh, controversy might be too strong of a word, but there's debate about, about whether he should have uh, tried harder to jump on that ball. Right. Which, initially upon looking at it, I did think that. I was like, he, it d- doesn't look like he's, it looks kind of looked like he was giving up there. He didn't. Yeah make much effort to try to get I don't think he would have necessarily got it back but you know it's, that's the game of the season on the line right there so uh, overthunk it that's, yeah. that's the only that's the only explanation I could think because I was questioning it too I, I didn't like it I thought he should have went for the ball absolutely he probably overthunk it though he probably thought it was going to bounce it back to him yeah, or someone else going to get it like I don't that, know but, but it was over at that point yeah um, well yeah that at that point yes that's when the Broncos got that second the the CJ Anderson touchdown. They had a short field, yeah, and CJ Anderson and then I think yeah, two Manning put in a two point conversion right. and they panned to Eli Manning uh, with the yeah. stonest <laughs> of stone faces ever. Oh my god, that was the best. Eli being Eli. Your favorite. Um, yeah, that's my favorite quarterback. Yeah. That was that was uh why do you think he was still so stone cold? Because he hates Peyton. <laughs> Not well You think they hate each other? I, I think, think so. so. Yeah. Listen. Really? 
every time they have a Manning Bowl, and every time Indianapolis or then Denver would play the Giants, they would always they would run this clip uh, before the game of them as children, and Peyton had a wiffle ball bat, and he just bonks Eli over the head as hard as he <laughs> That's can. That's a real Eli thing. just starts weeping. Yes, that happened. <laughs> That's cool. um, Is Cooper Manning filming this? I, I, I believe so. <laughs> Cooper's the oldest, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. I think he hates Peyton so much. I think he didn't even want to play football, and the only reason he's playing football is because Peyton got so much attention for playing football. <laughs> you think he's upset then that Manning, uh, that Peyton's about to get his second Super Bowl and tie, up, tie himself off? Absolutely. The one thing he had over him. That was the one thing he had um, over him. I bet his I, parents love Peyton more, too. My, my take on it was, I have my take, and then something I heard, which I thought was interesting. All right, I don't know. It was a good explanation, at least. So my take initially was just like, it's just Eli being Eli, like he's just a doofy guy and doesn't have much like emotion yeah. ever or anything. Uh, but someone, someone made the point that he's probably being, you know, a quarterback himself. Like players, when they're watching the game, they're not cheering and getting emotional. They're like, he's like in his head thinking, what would I do in this situation? Oh, Oh, yeah. do this, like, all that type of thing, so he's not going to be jumping up, and he's thinking, like, oh, there's time left on the clock, what are the Broncos going to do to win this? So I, I thought that was reasonable. That's a good explanation. Uh, I think I, I heard that from a former, you know, former player. I can't remember who, but someone made that point. It is a fair explanation. I just think he's still dumb and, and doofy looking. He's dumb. Well, he's so. definitely a, a, doof, a doofus <laughs> looking at, you yeah. know, and it's unquestionable. I mean, we all have eyes, but. Yeah. Does he hate paying? I don't know. I don't think he does. I, I, is he a human being who probably liked the fact that he had that over his, you know, older brother? Yeah. Well, I mean, at this point, it's a couple weeks after the Super Bowl. Peyton hasn't made any decision on retirement, right? No, not yet. I, I mean, not, not officially. But, but presumably, he w- I mean, why wouldn't he just go out on top like this? Right. On top just means... And now, especially, he's getting a lot of slack because of that thing that happened in 1996. Oh, you mean when he sexually assaulted a trainer? Thing that Eric a lot of slack. Campus. Oh, jeez. Whatever, man. Well, he's not getting slack for it. You mean. Oh, he is. Getting flack. Flack, flack. Oh, flack, yeah. yeah. He is. Slack would be if they're letting him off the hook, I No, guess, no, no. Which has happened Well, I mean, point. they kind of have. Yeah. And that's what's so weird about it. I'd never heard about this. And, I didn't either. And so and, you actually brought it up the other couple podcasts ago. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's it's yeah. out there. People, like, no one will talk about it because Peyton Manning's a golden boy. He, he did it. He didn't apologize. I mean. He I, allegedly did it. He's going to go out. And he allegedly didn't apologize? Or oh, he did not apologize. <laughs> he, his explanation for it was he was mooning a teammate. He was, in, he, was, he was, what, 19 in college? Multiple sources have confirmed that he, he wasn't mooning a teammate. Well, what was the... What, I, don't, I guess I didn't even look into this enough, but what was he actually accused of? He specifically pants himself and put his BH and balls on a trainer's face while she was, like, inspecting his hamstring. I think it was his okay. ankle or something. Ankle. Yeah. So, so certainly inappropriate like to do his uh, whole nuts on her yeah. on her head. And okay. Things. So it's, it wasn't like a. Um, I guess usually when I hear that, I'm, I'm picturing like a date rape situation right, or something right, like that. Right. Or, right. Right. Um, right. This is more of like. It was like a prank. Yeah. Uh, uh, not not acceptable. Inappropriate and unacceptable. Yes. But, but okay. I mean, who at 19 doesn't do a lot of <laughs> stupid shit? Doesn't put their balls no, on, no, 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 no. on the trainer's I mean, face. No, 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 not what I'm saying. But who at 19? Because I heard something yeah. that said, like, oh, uh, he's a terrible person and whatever. And I'm just like... He might be a terrible person. He's, he's 40 Maybe years old. Who, who's the same person that they were at 19? What you're saying is true. 
at 40, you know what I mean? Like, I'm sure he would never do that again. You're a 19-year-old, you're in college, you're the man around campus, you're the man around town. He probably did whatever he wanted. Yeah. And he's not the only football player that would get away with stuff like that. I'm pretty positive. Jameis is in the league. Jameis is in the league, exactly. And Jameis, actually, that the girl is, I think, suing FSU for the whole fiasco that for happened. covering it up. Oh, the Jameis lying about being raped? Yeah, I would also sue. Which is insane. So, you know, like, there are worse things, but it's Peyton Manning. He's the, you know, the, one of the biggest names in the league. Well, this kind of reminds me of, like, a, there was a thing of, not as bad, of course, but a Blake Griffin thing a while back where he was, like, he Make was trying to make a joke where he... It was with a trainer as well, a male trainer. Did he? You mean where when he punched a trainer out? Not, not that one. Oh, I think that wasn't a trainer. Was it? That was a uh, another team. That was an equipment manager. Equipment manager, yeah. yeah. Who's supposedly <laughs> like his best friend? It's so weird. <laughs> so that's the more current uh, Blake Griffin uh, shenanigans. But there was a thing maybe last year or two years ago where it was during a game. Like a trainer came over to look at him and he he like grabbed him by the head and like put his head onto his lap. Oh was, like, right, I do remember that. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. Obviously, no nudity involved in that, but still inappropriate. It's kind of reminding me of that. So yeah, these athletes, some of these like athletes think they can kind of just do what they want there, or and they also don't clearly have the best sense of humor as what is like a yeah, a I mean prank or a joke and what's appropriate. It's just very, it's dumb. They're usually younger when they're doing it. Sure, sure. I'm not saying it's an excuse. It's wrong. I'm just saying if this much time has passed and they haven't really, you know made a big deal about it, why now? Oh, well, they were, why they've been making a big retire. deal out of it. For like the, they've been making a big deal out of it for like the last three years, every time she's trying to like get over it, and then he'll say something something dumb about it. I don't know, man. I, trying to uh, get maybe it. Maybe they have been trying to make a big deal of it, but this is the, the, this is the one and only time that it, it's gained traction, and it's actually... Well, yeah, because he keeps there. getting buried. Like, he... Like, Six years ago, or six years after it happened, rather, like he and his dad were writing a book, and uh, he just like went off on her for like no reason. It could have, and an editor could have chopped it out. She's like, "Hey, don't say this about a person that like you already have issues with." And she was like working at another school at that point, and he said he just said some bullshit about her, and was like, "Oh, she was just trying to stir up shit. She's got a vulgar mouth." And then she got like hate mail from Manning fans. So it's like, gonna it's gonna be a vulgar mouth when he has balls years. on it. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Anyway, Peyton Manning's a snake. All right, so uh, Enam's feelings are known. Two-time Super Bowl champion. Yeah, so let's get back into like the game. Let's, then. let's talk uh, football. So he was an MVP, of course. So it also came down to what, if you go back to our Super Bowl preview, we had a bit of MVP discussion, and we were thinking, what are the scenarios that the Broncos will win, but Manning won't get the MVP? And the scenario uh, game was break, basically what played out. Breaking news, guys: uh, the Redskins are going to franchise tag their quarterback, Kirk Cousins. So, really? Okay. Yep. He will be a Redskins. Two free wins. I love that. Two free wins and two two free dollars into the jar as Marvin continues. Oh Jesus lie. Christ! I forgot about that. This terrible. It's the off season, but name. yeah, I'm in baseball mode. I'm sorry, guys. Yeah. All right. Well, we could talk baseball in a yeah, bit, but that doesn't game. excuse you. All right. Uh, so yeah, but the the situation we laid out was that maybe Von Miller would get it if it was a complete Ooh. defensive struggle and uh, no. Not much on offense, but the Broncos still get the win, which is essentially exactly what happened. Yep. One offensive touchdown, a couple of field yep. goals. He's not only going to get that. He got the Super Bowl MVP. He's going to get a big payday. He's going to get that money. They're going to tag him. I don't know. I wouldn't. I would just pay him up front, give him whatever he wants. Hmm. Don't make I would him too. Mad. 
Yo, he he he. I thought being he'll get upset if they franchise tag him or whatever. But he's clearly the cornerstone. And he wants the contract. Yeah. I mean, and they they also have Brock Osweiler, who's a who's a free agent, who's probably the future quarterback and, now. And uh, Kubiak said he want he basically said as much that he wants Osweiler back on the team. Right. Right. I heard that they did start discussions with him, but I guess hasn't progressed anywhere. Mm-hmm. Same with Vaughn. Would uh, um, this is a bit of an aside, but would other teams be trying to steal Osweiler away potentially? You think? Why? Yeah, this for sh- what though? Has he shown enough I promise? He's shown enough. Like team my, like uh, a team like the Rams. Okay. You know why wouldn't they want to get? Uh, I'm saying they because remember the Rams won RG three. Continue because the Rams won't pay. Well, can get remember both. we mentioned that. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, but. I think Brock Osweiler on a team like that has a defense, has a running game. What's the difference from the team that he's on now? Well, he won a couple games. He won some games. That's fair. That's fair. I think he's better than anyone coming out of the draft. I don't know anyone coming out of the draft, to be honest. Brandon Allen from Arkansas? Yeah, so the combine's, a lot of big names. combine's going on right now. I mean, the two guys that... And I'm, I'm looking a little bit into it because my Browns, of course, have the number two pick. And uh, the Titans with number one are obviously not taking a QB, so... The Browns are looking to probably take a QB. That's what Hugh Jackson seems to want. So they're going to get their pick of anyone. The two names are Jared Goff and Carson Wentz. Goff was a Cal quarterback. Wentz is kind of interesting. He's a FCS guy from North Dakota State, which is like an FCS powerhouse the last decade. So he won the championship the past two years or whatever. And um, apparently he could be the the first quarterback or number two overall pick, and he's kind of coming out of, not nowhere, but it's kind of... What like, do you, who do you like prefer? Is Joe Flacco? Uh, yeah, it could be something like that. Um, who do I prefer? I really can't say at this point. I kind of like the sound of the ones, yeah, but yeah, like you said, like there's no huge names coming out. No one's blowing, blowing me away. Well, I uh, mean, your team is one of those teams that needs a quarterback. Would you prefer Brock Osweiler or one of these guys coming out? I would probably... Just, I would probably take a uh, flyer on the guy coming out uh, to see if we can develop someone finally. And we, I mean, we still do have McCown. I mean, he could play a couple games. Though. Right, right. So we don't need. I mean, so the better corp- presence that there. Kurt and, uh, role when, yeah. When so I, I, would, I'd like to see golfer once or whoever. Uh, people have also been throwing out Dak Prescott. Maybe there's like a real outside chance. Um, Dak's good. Yeah, he's a little more of a mobile QB, but I don't know. Now this whole combine thing, I, all I'm seeing is headlines about hand size and all this like <laughs> bullshit that gets brought up at the combine. Like the Goff, the quarter, Jared Goff is like, get, he's got, had to answer a lot of questions about why his hands are so small, or does that affect it? Apparently, has um, unnaturally small hands for a quarterback, but uh, I don't know. In Cleveland, you're gonna need you're gonna need to be able to throw it hard and all that, and the cold weather and the wind whipping around there. But um, I don't know. I mean the I guess an O lineman is probably getting taken first overall, but then there's a lot of defensive prospects more yeah. so in this draft. Would you prefer and, uh, to take a like a, an ace quarterback, a potential ace quarterback number one, or just take the best available player and get Brandon Allen in the third round? I. He's not great. No, I don't know. I mean, um, I'm kind of I'm liking Hugh Jackson so far. So, and I was happy that they hired him. And they have this whole analytical approach now, too, with these guys they're bringing in. So I'm, I'm kind of trusting them right now. Okay. I feel like quarterback is, I guess, more pressing. So in most years, I would say I want the best player available. But in this particular case, especially with the whole Johnny bullshit going on, you know, yeah, I, I kind of want to reset with the new 
franchise, quote unquote franchise QB. But anyway, we're supposed to still be talking. So I was trying to transition it back with saying defensive players. So defense wins championships, as we've kind of knew already and found out. And it did this year. Our team's going to be. Do you think next year and moving forward, it, teams copy off each other all the time? Is it going to be more defensive approach from teams in the future? We're seeing uh, focusing on uh, loading up the defense and not worrying as much about QB or skill players. I don't know. Yeah, I personally think that's just a common sense move, and I think the teams with like who already have some killer skill players, like the Dallas Cowboys, and other teams are uh, more set to go after those like high-value defensive stars that are like that you super need, but they're not going to be very flashy, like uh, get your Keekleys out. Yeah. By the way, um, just to, to touch on your Cowboys, do you think, so maybe they, what they should do is uh, forget hand size and all this. They should find the best clavicle around. Yeah. And draft them number one, and then just <laughs> remove that and say, you know, we're giving well, you the contract, but you're the backup clavicle man for our boy Rome. we got to get you to Dallas. They're man this year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they have a... Decent enough defense, very good defensive coach. Obviously, those skill players, they need that quarterback to stay healthy. He's uh, he's getting operated in two weeks, they said? Yeah, he's having yeah. surgery. He'll, he'll be back for at least most of the season. I mean, hey, uh, Aaron had a minor knee procedure after the season, too. So. He okay? Like a scope or something? Yeah, he's yeah. good. Um, they didn't speak about it. They didn't even mention it, to be honest. Uh, so, But it, I guess it kind of makes a little bit of sense. Some of his, he was kind of off this year. As far as accuracy, yeah, he, he would yeah, miss he throws that he usually would. Right. That made sense. And his uh, some of his receivers weren't as adept at catching it this year as well. Right, but uh, as far as being you know a copycat league, and if and if you look at the team, the the teams that win with this defense, it's usually these teams that have this pass rush. I mean, right. when the Seahawks won, their 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 defense was uh, you know all timer. So they had a pass rush. They had that back end as well. That but, was getting more. That year it was yeah. The secondary was getting right, more of a right. shine, but right. But they had you know they still had Michael right. Bennett and and the guys that that are up front that are now getting some some press. But that first year they still had those guys and those guys were delivering. The Broncos, again, sort of like the like the Seahawks because they had the front end, and their their secondary is great. So they're more on that ilk or whatnot, or like the Seahawks, but. The pass rush is really what won it for them. Right. It reminded me a lot of the Giants when the Giants won those two Super Bowls that the pass rush just got uh-huh. home to the Patriots and killed them. Yeah, that's good. You know that's a I mean? good comparison. It was very, very similar. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I don't, I don't know. It makes you think maybe a team like the Rams again, who has that that front seven already, has that front line, uh, well, they that, can the keep defensive that line. Front seven. I think Larnitis is out, right? Larnitis yeah, is out and and they Long. They cut Long as well. Yeah. Um, Long's getting old. But that's a team though that you know. If they get a secondary man, what what are you gonna do on that defense? Yeah, it's gonna be tough. Certainly, offenses their main. They should focus a bit on that in this draft. What do you want your Packers to do on the, in the draft? Uh, like first round type of thing. First round, I would like a middle linebacker so we could put Clay back on the outside. Okay. So he could uh, rush the passer. A lot of people are saying, you know, in Packerland or whatever, that they want uh, another wide receiver just, you know, for more depth, but. I don't know. I think if we just give Jeff Janice and, and, and Jared Aberderis a chance, which we didn't really until we didn't have a choice, 
if we give them a shot, let them play, you know, maybe we won't need another wide receiver. So I'd rather go defense again in the first round. If I had to. What about you, Eric? E-dash e now? Yeah, we're joking with the Cowboys, but what's the real answer? Uh, I want the best available defensive player. It doesn't really matter what position. We need him in the secondary, but as far as, like, we're good on linebackers, but our pass rushers, and uh, we've got DeMarcus Lawrence, and what about running back? Crawford's okay. I think we're fine on running back in the first round. I, I would, I really just want like a stud star defensive player to. to I want, I want DeMarcus Ware back, but <laughs> that's easier said than done. He's got the ring now. Yeah. I'm, I'm so happy for him. Yeah, are you yeah. really? Yeah. I'm he happy for uh, T.J. Ward as well. You want to be cut? No, happy right. For who? T.J. Ward. T.J. Oh Ward. yeah, another yeah. Guy yeah. my boy that used to be on the Browns. Yeah, overall, I'm, I'm fine with the Broncos having one, even as annoying as it is to me that Payton went out on top. Yep. Presumably Same. went out on top. There's no one I dislike on the Broncos defense there, really. Uh, and we didn't talk too much about Miller, I guess, but he obviously was the dominant part of that pass rush, which was already dominant. Yep. He was otherworldly. And, uh, yeah. and, yeah, I agree with what you said before. I kind of, or is that what you're saying, that they should give him, one of you guys said they should definitely give him a, they should give him whatever he a wants. A new contract, yeah. whatever he wants. He's a free agent. Josh Norman is a free agent as well, for the you know, on the other side. Uh -huh. So those are two big pieces to these two teams. Um, I know it's early, no. but who do you guys have next year? Well, before I answer that, with Norman, since you brought it up, do you, the Panthers kind of have issues, too, with their money. They kind of have money problems, right? Like yeah. At least they have recently, right. unless they, they fix them somehow. Yeah. Because they had paid... Uh, Stewart a lot of money. They they had paid all these running backs like D'Angelo Williams not on the team anymore. A lot of money, and they like kind of screwed themselves over. Uh, can they even afford to give Norman that top contract? I've listened to a couple podcasts about this, but I think basically what I've heard is they can afford to, but it would almost be smarter in terms of like what else they can afford, like who else they can get for those problematic spots to let Norman walk and let um, Benet Van Wickery. Uh, and the other younger guys, get it in. I did, <laughs> and, and just see what happens at corner and trust the rest of your defense to hold up. I, Josh Norman is so good, and he deserves to be rewarded. But as the Cowboys afford to bring him in and pay for that? So no, okay. no. We do this thing where we just we move our problems into the future every year, so we can sign some flashy <laughs> free agent that doesn't do anything. <laughs> we will never have any money. I think they'll get. I think they'll resign them or. or Tag them or that something like that. I, I don't. I don't see. I don't see either of these guys leaving. I think they'll both be there next year. All right. Well, with that being said, if that does happen, to get back to the question you were trying to ask, who was who's going to win next year potentially? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like who, I think the you, Panthers could get back there and potentially win. Like if you had to have um, two teams I, back in the Super Bowl. Two teams. Right. Well, it's tough, but with the Panthers, I guess it's kind of like this is a little more an NBA thing than football, but. Like, teams get there, and then the stage is just too big. Like, right. they can't win the first or second time they, around. They need that, that Could experience. be a little bit of this with the Panthers. Yeah. Um, especially with Cam himself. Um, you know, he choked a little bit, so maybe it won't happen again. I could see the Panthers if, if pieces fall right getting, getting back. Um, but the NFC is still going to be tough. I, I'm thinking it's still going to be tough and, and the better conference next year. But who's going to – I mean, it's hard to say, like, the t pick two teams. Maybe you have two, Eric, or maybe you have two, but Mark, but uh, that you want to say right now. But I'm well, trying to figure out what's going to happen. Off the top of my head, before anything happens, you know, just based off of, you know, pretty much this past season, I guess, 
Uh, and what we know is that Payton won't be back. Denver will be a different team. They'll be have a different sort of identity. They're going to have to lose some defensive pieces. That always happens. Right. They're not going to be able to get them, especially if they wrap up Miller. And right. Track. Someone's going out the door. Yeah, so if the, in the AFC, the thing is it's always the same three teams yeah. for the most part. You know, It's either going to be New England, Denver, or whatever. A little bit worried on, about or the Steelers. A little bit worried about the Steelers getting back in there. But that's, no. that would be my prediction now. The Steelers fully healthy Honestly, with another year of that young defense. I'm not going to say this is a Super Bowl team necessarily, but a team I do expect to be back in the playoffs next year, at least, is the Ravens because basically everything that could have possibly yeah. went wrong for them this year went wrong. Yep. But they still have the good coaching structure in place, good GM. Uh, they lost a bunch of close games. Flacco coming back and uh, all the uh, – I think Steve Smith is coming back yep. now since he kind of had a lost season even though he's going to retire. Yep. You know, and there are other decent pieces – They'll have a good draft like they normally do, probably. I would expect to see the Ravens Always have a good draft. back in the mix. So, um, yeah, that's what I'll say there. But it's tough to say who on the AFC could get back. I mean, who, what do you guys think? I picked the Steelers. I, I just think that offense is just too good. If they do just stay healthy, all of them just stay healthy, have one of those years where everything just breaks right for you, I don't see I mean, why. The, the, why not? It could be a case that because the Steelers the can't beat the Patriots. No, I don't. I don't I, but you saw what happened this year. Like they just, it just happened that the Steelers went and played a different team. Like you know, yeah. luck. Could, you know, if luck just pans out the right way for them, I think they they could be there at the end. Maybe even the Bengals too. Fanny Dalton just. Oh yeah, I just love speaking the Bengals. Of luck panning out. What about the Colts? That's another thing. Yeah. Well, I was going to say about Steelers though. Maybe Roethlisberger. I think he is on the downswing at this point. Maybe he can't get it together as much as I'm a little wishful thinking on my part but, <laughs> but I could see it happening where he's you know throwing more interceptions that he can't lead him there even though he's such a great supporting cast of weapons I don't know yeah at this point it's too early to make a prediction I'm afraid but uh well how about this we'll close up the many soon here but um uh, instead of a prediction on the two teams and we're saying these same teams are always there what's a dark horse that wasn't even in the playoffs from the AFC and NFC this year that could potentially even get all the way back that's in. That's a good question. Because there are teams that come out of nowhere. Well, Dallas. Okay, that's a good one With for Tony Dallas, Roma. for the NFC. Yeah, Dallas. And then in the AFC. I guess we could say Ravens, like I already said, for the, the Ravens, NFC. But yeah. uh, let's get, is there anyone else? Uh, is there anyone else? I think. Philly. Well, no, that's the NFC. No, I, I heard they're bringing back Sam Bradford again, man. I, oh. I'm, yeah, I don't like Philly. And they got what, Doug Peterson as their coach now. To be honest, believe it or not, the Niners. I know I might sound crazy, but Chip with the quarterback who can actually do some things that you know play to his offense. I don't. I just don't think they have any. They got a good running back. Carlos Hyde is a good back, and their defense isn't bad. Mm, No, it's not good either. I I I think the Niners is a real stretch. But I guess the thing about the NFL. I don't know if we want to be against Marvin again now. It hasn't been working out well for us. But the thing in the NFL, man, turnover so fast. That I could see it working out. Chip Kelly's first year, he's probably gonna want to come out and prove himself again. He he's, he was embarrassed in that last season. But he doesn't have the GM. He's not having the GM capabilities now, and their GM's right. really that, dumb. So uh, I, I I don't know if it's gonna uh, work out. I'm not optimistic about that situation at all. You know what? Atlanta might be good. I don't believe they're always hanging. Yeah, they're always in the. Will they be good conversation? Well, they had a down year. They're just on, they, they exist on a sine wave. They had a down year this time. Uh, they're going to win 12 games next year. 
man. They could they could be back in the playoffs. But, uh, I don't buy them, man. Ever. They they're just. I don't know. No. I. I wish That's Atlanta were good at one at one sport one time. That they they just deserve it so bad. <laughs> Why they have they're terrible good at being fans? Mediocre, They've given us uh, so much. At, at the city. Go ahead. Yeah. Who? What? What Young are you talking about? Young Jeezy, Ti. Uh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, they've got the the rap game going. I guess Whatever, historically. Yeah. You're not a fan of Outkast now. I do love Outkast actually. I love Outkast. So Atlanta deserves a Spodiotti Dopalicious Falcons team. I first met my spotted, odor, dopalicious angel. They just do. I guess, man. I'd rather see the Braves be good. I can remember that damn thing like yesterday. Yeah. Of course. <laughs> Bringing baseball back. Yeah, yeah. Or, you sorry, know, we guys, should, sorry. I want to close up this Mr. Mini, but, you know, keep listening to Brooklyn Rebound. Me and Inam Padnam will be back soon with another NBA-centered Brooklyn Rebound Prime podcast. But baseball season coming up like you love, Marv. How about a baseball mini at some point? Yeah, I'm with that. Absolutely. Might be able to sneak that across the sensors on, yeah. on the Brooklyn Rebound feed. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, absolutely. Let me know, man. I'm always uh, down to talk some, some baseball. It's a little early for me being still February, but... Uh, you How you feel about the Indians? Good? It. Bad? I'm I know feeling pretty good early, overall. I'm feeling pretty... I mean, they've got a, a... Should have a great rotation if it works out, so um, yeah. they need another batter. Uh, I wish I you guys would have traded us one of those. No. That would be terrible. That would be great. Screw the Yankees. And... Uh, but we'll get we into talk, it. Yeah, we can talk the, about that some other time. On the baseball many if it does happen. But, yeah, any any other closing uh, statements? Do you want to say spotty, adi, dopsalicious, Ben Wickery, three times fast or something? <laughs> oh, yeah, just spotty, adi, dopsalicious. Can't do it, can't do it. Ben Aben Wickery. Ben Aben Wickery, I like that. I think, uh, speaking of Dark Horses, uh, Raiders. Sorry. Oh, the Raiders. I could see that. I could okay. see that one. I see that more than the, than the Niners across. The, the Bay Area teams. The formerly across the Bay Niners, now yeah. out and wherever. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll be back at some point for another mini or maybe a full-size episode. Probably not for a little while uh, on the NFL tip, but look out for that. Say subscribe. Yes, yeah, so we, we should do something before the draft. And, uh, for sure, we'll definitely, if, if not sooner than that, we'll definitely have a draft-centric episode before that happens. And uh, we're out of here. Peace. Yeah, yeah.